0: Hey everyone, and welcome to The Reform Way. I am Corey Smith alongside Eric Connor and Peter Pohl. Each week, we will bring you interviews, insights, and share our knowledge of the fitness world. We'll look at topics both in and out of the gym through the lens of an exercise enthusiast, a CrossFit coach, and a gym owner. Also, be sure to like and subscribe to stay up to date with our most current episodes.
1: Hey guys, this is Coach Eric Connor here with The Reform Way, and I am here with our April 2020 reformer of the month, Mr. Jeff Noble. Jeff, welcome. Thank you. Lovely to have you. Um, From is, I believe this is your home office, am I correct?
0: This is my home office, yes. Fancy. looks beautiful, by the way. Oh, man. (laughs) Thanks. Uh, So what got you into CrossFit, Jeff? Um, I was doing horse theory fitness for a little while, and, um, you know, I had not uh, been actively working out for a long time um, and I got into that and I did that for a few months and I think I quickly outgrew it um, and I just decided to give CrossFit a try.
1: Nice what, uh, what did you feel like you outgrew when you did that or how did that
0: work? Uh, you know I, I just think that pretty quickly I was able to do the workouts without you know exerting myself too hard um, and I just wanted something more challenging.
1: Nice nice where did you hear about CrossFit? or us or anything like I think it. I just
0: heard about it generally I didn't know anything about um uh your gym or you know really any other gym and I just I walked in one day and talked to uh court you know like a in the afternoon and talked to Corey and uh he convinced me to give it a try
1: cool nice cool well good I'm glad it worked well um good. what are uh, what are some things that you like most about it because you've been doing it since I believe like mid 2017 am I re- something like that maybe almost three years now
0: yeah. So I've been doing it for about three years. And, you know, I, I think what I like most is that the class structure that, you know, that, you know, even if, if I went to a gym on my own, I wouldn't be as motivated and, and uh, probably wouldn't work as hard. Uh, but by just showing up, I'm going to do what, what um, you know, what I'm told to do and what everybody else is doing. And, and really, you get uh, motivated by the people you're around. And, uh, you know, I, I've met so many great people there that uh, I think that that has really helped me. Good.
1: Awesome. Yeah. So that kind of sounds like that helps along with the fitness side of it, right? To just kind of keep you going and interested to go or looking at or seeing people or something like that, right?
0: Yeah, I think it's a combination of things. So it's, it's a, you know, you, you get to see the same people, you know, you go to a, you know, a general class, but then, you know, even I still bounce around different classes here and there. Um, but, you know, everybody has a positive attitude. Everybody, you know, my, I think my biggest concern when I first started CrossFit was that there would be people there who are in much better shape than I was. Um, and it wouldn't be comfortable working out with, with other people. And, um, and I, I mean, I had that discomfort for quite a while. And then, you know, over the, over the time I realized that, you know, sometimes really fit people would pick me for a partner workout and I'd be going, you know, what, you know, what are you thinking of? And it was because they just wanted to work harder and they knew that by having somebody that, that I could work to as hard as I could go, but then they could do more reps. And, and once you realize that, that, and nobody has a problem with it, it, you know, I felt great.
1: Yeah, that's, that's awesome. And that's, that's great. Once you can wrap your mind around that kind of area of it too. And that's where people really truly succeed. So that's awesome. Um, what, uh, so you've been one of actually one of our most attended members in the last year, especially, um, you actually attended, I don't know if you even, know, but 316 times in the last year, which is averaging about just over six times a week. Um, so it seems like you're pretty consistent.
0: Well, so, I mean, you know, there's a reason for that, obviously. So, this is, you know, even before this lockdown, I was locked down in this room. Um, so this is where, you know, I work for myself. Um, I, I my job is basically I, I read and I write. Um, and so, you know, to get up every morning, you'd be able to go and start the day off like uh, with a workout. Um, and then I started coming on Sundays just to work on on things that, you know, I could take my, more time with. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, and then when days when I felt good, I would come back on and do a reboot class on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, and I, you know, that felt good for me too. So, um, and actually I really missed that. I'm not, I really miss not being able to go to the classes.
1: Yeah, I totally understand the, uh, I mean, you, you're, you're kind of brushing over your, your very professional, uh, career about just reading and writing. So it's kind of throwing it under the rug, but, uh, tell everybody kind of like you were, you were a police officer or what, what was your, again, your profession? And then now what do you do?
0: Yeah, so I I was with the Irvine Police Department for 28 years, um, and I retired as the Deputy Chief of Police. Um, I went to uh, the Westminster Police Department after I retired for um, about six months or so to help them with some issues. Um, but for the last, you know, 15 years, but really the last eight or nine years, full time, um, I do expert witness work. So I testify in um, in trials all over the country on, you know, um, police use of force, uh, police conduct pursuits, you know, anything police related. Um, and I've been fortunate enough to, to, um, you know, be involved in some of the more high profile cases across the country.
1: Awesome. So you're a, you're a pretty important dude. I like oh, how you're... I love
0: that. But I, you know, I enjoy reading, I, I, you know, I enjoy writing. Um, so I've written, I've written a lot of articles and a couple textbooks and, and, um, you know, those are the things I enjoy doing.
1: That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Uh any crazy cool stories from from being a police chief or anything like that? Anything that really stands out? Well, maybe maybe some of those shouldn't go out. That's okay too if not. No worries. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, I mean, 28 years. You know, even in the city, you know, people used to joke, you know, Irvine nothing happens there, but you know, and obviously I started there in the, you know, in 84. Um, you know, so m- well before Irvine was what Irvine looks like now, but people forget that the, you know, the 5 and the 405 and the 133 all pass through the city, so you know, pretty much anybody or anything that can happen tends to happen. And for whatever reason, Irvine was the city that, that the weirdest crimes in the world happened. Uh, you know, so if it wasn't the evil twin trying to, you know, murder her twin sister or some, you know, crazy uh, guy bearing biotoxins in his front yard causing us to evacuate half of Woodbridge or, you know, you know all sorts of weird, design. you know, we had a guy uh, with a machete who murdered a number of people up in the north end of the city. Um so you know, just, just crazy stuff. Yeah,
1: but it keeps you on your toes, even though it doesn't seem like a city that would.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, and it was fun. And and of course we had the amphitheater. So um, you know, mm-hmm. so every summer worked in nothing but concerts that and, and that was always fun.
1: That seems like a good time too. Yeah, that's cool. Um uh, so your days nowadays, like with this kind of like lockdown, quarantine, whatever we want to consider this, are are fairly similar, a little bit different, or or how how have you kind of coped with all this kind of stuff?
0: Well, you know, you'd think that it'd be easier for me because this is, you know, where I'm at. I mean, my home office is, um, um, so, you know, as far as my work goes, it's the same. Um, But, you know, I'm sure I'm like everybody else, it's it's been very difficult because you don't have the same kind of personal interaction. You're not able to get out um, and and actually meet with people. So it wasn't until recently that I started uh, going back. I actually went out to LeChain Templates Golf yesterday. So, um, you know, actually getting out and interacting with people is, is probably what I missed the most.
1: That is such an under, um, like an undervalued, you know, um, way of, of helping people and helping people recover or communicate or cope or whatever it is psychologically that now people are seeing. So.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I just, I really hope we can get out of this fairly quickly at this point and, uh, you know, get back to our lives as normal.
1: Let's hope so. well, Jeff, I want to congratulate you again on being our April 2020 Reformer of the Month. Proud of you, man. You're doing great. Keep up all the good work.
0: All right. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're welcome, man. Okay. Thanks again for listening to The Reform Way. You can find us on our social media channels. Our Instagram is at CrossFitReform. Our Facebook is CrossFit Reform. And you can listen to more of these podcasts on any of the major streaming services such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, any of the major apps, and Buzzsprout.